and welcome to February's edition of Listen Up. My name is Caitlin Alegbe and I'm a fourth year MSU diversity volunteer for the Social and Political Advocacy Committee. Being that this month is Black History Month, the podcast will turn to discuss the Black experience across the diaspora and in particular at McMaster as well as touching upon mental health in the Black community. Currently, the Black population at McMaster takes up approximately 0.00009% of the total populace which comes as no particular surprise as McMaster and many Canadian universities around the country are predominantly and historically white institutions. However, over generations and recently, with the highlighting of social movements like Black Lives Matter, which calls for the equity for all Black individuals, there has been a push for companies and institutions like universities and the government to hold themselves accountable for the socioeconomic disparities among their citizens that they themselves have had a hand in cementing. That was created 102 years ago, but only decided to create black and brown skin to advantages last year after protests. For others, this time it's been one filled with mental trauma and generational pains. There's no right way to deal with the events unfolding around us, and here to discuss their experiences are black students at McMaster. Sorry, <laughs> and here to discuss their experiences as a black student at McMaster and within the world are three amazing panelists. Would you mind introducing yourselves now? So we'll go with Drew first. Okay, hi, my name is Drew, uh, she, her pronouns. Uh, I'm Jamaican born and raised. I've moved here since I was a preteen, so now I'm Canadian as well. Um, I'm in my final year of communications and multimedia. I'm on BSA and I'm also the production editor for The Silhouette. Hi everyone, my name is uh, Mayab Mahmood. My pronouns are she, her, and I'm a Canadian Sudanese student. I am currently in my fourth year of the Honours Political Science program, and I'm also uh, on the executive team of Labs. Hi everyone, my name is Peyton Shank. My pronouns are she, her, and I'm Canadian of Jamaican, German, and Chinese descent. I'm in my third year at McMaster studying human behavior with an autism specialization, and I'm on the women's rugby team, but more than anything, I am a student activist and I'm extremely passionate about advocating for greater mental health awareness and accessibility, as well as highlighting the issues felt faced by BIPOC student athletes in and out of sport. All right, thank you. So let's get into it. So I'll just ask Drew first. Just to touch off what she said regarding like being in the classroom and presentations and stuff, I feel like then, I like when I go up to present, I feel like I can't make any mistakes. I have to be on point. Even I don't want to even like potentially say something that's like incorrect because I feel as though I'm not just representing myself, I'm representing our community because when they look at our community or a person in our community, they usually like to judge the whole community based off of one person, you know? And just being a Black student in general, I feel like it's very difficult to connect with other students and professors because we don't really have the same culture, you know, we don't know what to connect on other than academics, even like just trying to build a relationship with your professor. It's like, what else am I going to talk about other than the material that we're learning in class? There's no, um, I guess there's no common like common things between us two? My experience more than anything, I think the most prominent thing that I can think of would be outside of the classroom in which I am actually walking on McMaster grounds or I'm living in residence there and I'm feeling like, you know, this is supposed to be my home for the next four years. This is supposed to be the place that I'm supposed to be proud to wear the gear that reps McMaster and proud to say I'm a marauder. Yet at the same time, I'm feeling so 
discarded and ignored and all of my shouts are going into this empty void in which the institution that is McMaster is just kind of discarding everything that we as a community are saying and constantly screaming about because even now when it's getting worse and it's more prevalent and there are hate comments online against their own students, against their own community, they're still not doing anything about it. Um, Another thing that's frustrating me, especially being a student at McMaster is, you know, you think being a student that pays tuition, that pays money to be here, that is supposed to be representing McMaster, you think that they'd be wanting to return the favor and saying, listen, we hear you, we see you, we know what you're saying, but they don't. Um, a little while ago, I wrote a very angry letter, you know, angrily shaking my fist at McMaster. And some people might have seen it on social media. It was passed around and I was met with anger and hurt from the institution saying, you know, I can't believe you sent this pretty much. Uh, and I sent back, well, we still don't feel heard. You know, this isn't a direct attack at you. I'm not going to the media, I'm not bashing you, but we feel so discarded and we feel so unheard all the time. And it's very frustrating because again, like I said, this is supposed to be our home and the place that I, the grounds that I walk on, I'm supposed to feel like, yeah, I deserve to be here. But a lot of the times it feels like they don't want us here or we don't feel as deserving to be here as the white students that are on campus. So that's been my experience, really, the past couple months, especially, it's been a lot more prevalent in that sense. Right, thank you, ladies. Like I've said before, with social movements like Black Lives Matter in the US, many companies and institutions have been under fire for doing too little, too late. And recently, many Canadian universities have been accused of lacking accountability when it comes to racially charged um, attacks like Delta Chi's racist chat rooms at the University of Windsor, or more recently when Labs was infiltrated by an ex illicit, explit, sorry, illicit display of racial intolerance and bigotry. So I just wanted to ask, what is your experience with this, if any at all? And how does this affect your relationship with the McMaster and most importantly with the students that you're gonna be forced to interact with for how many years in your educational? So um, in regards to the labs um, Zoom, Zoom infiltration, I was actually like I was in the meeting when that occurred. Um, it took us very like off guard, like everybody was so caught off guard. It was like, this is a safe space that we have created for other students, other black students to come and express what is going on in the world because it was a labs chat. So we were discussing, I believe um, we were discussing social justice movements. We were discussing a bunch of things that relate to the black experience. And for those people to specifically choose that time, that moment, those like this event that we are hosting where people are expressing themselves to infiltrate the chat with racist comments, inappropriate comments. Like I was shaking because I was like, like I never expected something like this to happen at a university, you know, like, especially because we can't put a face to the name, you know, we don't know who these people are. So it's like, am I walking amongst people who feel this way? Am I sitting in classes with people who could possibly infiltrate a chat or could just want to express these emotions that they have? After that occurred, I think that it was good that um, I believe the Equity and Inclusion Office had reached out to our presidents and wanted to basically teach us how to deal with Zoom for future events. So they taught us like, you know, how to just keep um, 
only McMaster emails allowed to join your Zoom and stuff like that. So I think that situation was just like a learning point for all of us to just, you know, just take a step back and be like, wow, this isn't really a safe environment. And we always have to have our guard up, even in environments that we try to create for ourselves. We can't let our guard down and be vulnerable. We just have to always have it up just in case something like this occurs. Yeah, when I heard about the labs infiltration, I was, I mean, I wasn't shocked, but I was very, very hurt that it really happened to people like I know, like this, this isn't something that I read about. And I like shake my head about like, this is something at our university where we're supposed to be safe in a, you know, group created for us to uplift us. And now people are coming in and trying to tear us down. I'll move on to, and ask the question to Peyton. Um, so two things on that, on the labs attack specifically, um, I'm not part of labs. I was barely aware of what was going on with this at the time. And I'd seen some people posting on their stories about what had happened, um, resharing the post that labs had made saying, on this day, we were attacked. There was a terrorist attack against us. And I remember thinking, okay, something's gonna happen. Obviously, this is a horrible attack that's been going on. This is absolutely outrageous, something's gonna happen. And then some time had passed and I'm like, still nothing's going on. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna do it then if nobody else is doing it. So I remember I was at work and I was supposed to be taking orders for people and doing this. And I went to the back and I started CCing all these people that I could think of the AVP, the head of EDI, this person, security uh, services to be like, listen, what the heck is going on? Your students were attacked. Your students have been absolutely harassed, have been um, terrorized by these people, by your own students and nothing's being done of this. And I was like, this can't happen. This isn't okay. And finally it was kind of, oh, we're so sorry to hear about this. But it was like, this isn't the way that things should be. This should be, this is intolerable. Actions will be taken, this and this and this, instead of, oh, okay, well, we'll see. We'll talk to these other people and see what's going on. And so that in itself was even more traumatizing to me, let alone the act that happened amongst our own students at McMaster. The fact that it wasn't even taken that seriously until it finally took, this is traumatizing. This is horrible. Your students don't feel safe on campus. And at the same time, you have those people where, like you said, are they in my classroom? Are they in my group chats? Are they walking around? Are they the same people that are commenting hateful things on McMaster's post, saying that oppression doesn't exist against Black people, saying that we're being ridiculous, gaslighting us? Are these the same people? And if so, why isn't anything being done about this? It's the same thing with the systemic review that happened in the athletic department. Nothing's really happening right now, even though it was released how much stuff came out, how much hatred, how much bullying, how much racism came out of that report. Nothing's really been taken seriously. And that in itself is so traumatic to me because we are very evidently being terrorized and oppressed and bullied and hated against. And the institution that we're supposed to be calling home and our family isn't doing anything. Um, that's my two cents on that. Okay, Payton went off, but yeah, there's a lot to unpack there. Um, what happened with labs, I just feel like, I remember when I heard it, like I'm hearing it from the silhouette end and like we just hear like so much bad news is like another bad thing. And then because I'm on the production end, it's like, it's important for me, like how we're represented and like all the graphics and everything, like it's important for that because like, for me, in terms of communications, like I am hearing the remarks in class, like I think both of you were asking, like, 
or are these people in your classes like sitting next to you like yeah like I've been in class and you ask a certain question if you read between the lines to what the person said it's like that's how they feel and they're in the other row next to you you know what I mean it's like you'll understand that like in class so it's like these are the same people that are going to go on social media and then when you post or you share your things they're going to repost it with their own remarks on it with their own slander on it so it's like it's very important like how we're represented and when we have the authority to represent ourselves that we represent ourselves and like when i'm in class and in my program i'm like the only person kind of like me or one other person like that and it's like we're not really prevalent in class and when things happen, it's like, I'm the one sending those long emails to the chairs of departments, uh, like sending it to, like, sometimes I want to send it to deans and I'm like, okay, hey, you got to relax a little bit. Like, we have to think about this. I'm the one in the office hours talking to professors, like, of our department being like, this is what's happening and, like, this is how the students feel. And then it's like, when people are like, oh, BLM this year, I'm like, BLM has been has been like on it like we've been yelling like we've been telling you that this is ridiculous like we've been telling you that having armed security guards on campus is ridiculous we've been telling you that carding black people on campus is ridiculous we've been telling you that charging us full tuition and then you having people come on us about homecoming and having you having horses next to civilians on streets like you're having like cop cars patrolling campus like it's ridiculous like we've been telling you certain things people have been emailing you people have been shouting at you and then you're going to turn around and gaslight at every moment and it's like the mcmaster pr team like i'm honestly tired of it i'm honestly tired of it and that's all it is the mcmaster pr team i am tired of it and i don't care like i was really thinking about it today i'm like okay how how much are you gonna say about what's really going on? But it's like, everything needs to be said. Like equity and inclusion office is like, good job that you stepped in, but I know how many times you did not step in. That's, that's the issue. Good job for that, but I know how many times people got racist professors and did not know what to do. People were telling them to go to you guys, equity and inclusion. And when I read through what the procedure is, you want me to build a court case to defend myself in my own university, in my own home, against a professor that is marking me unfairly. And I am basically having nothing to do with that. I'm having nothing to do with that. I'm watching scandalous things happening in MSU. I'm watching things go down. And I'm like, listen, we are seeing this stuff because we have to see it, because we need to be ahead of it. Because when it happens to us, we need to know what to do. We need to know who is actually there because all of these PR little things that you have set up, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything. EDI is doing training for TAs at this point, at this point, this year we're doing edi training for tas this year this year we're doing it okay so i've been here for five years what's been going on so when i have a mental breakdown in residence and you send me to your residence chair what does that person look like that's the question when i have to go to equity and inclusion what does that person look like that's the question when i have to go to the mcmaster health center right and i have to go to the doctors and explain my trauma to them who do they look like that's the question you are taking people's children we're not a commuter campus think about that we are not a commuter campus think about that think about how the mcmaster pr team should have been functioning this entire year given that most of their students lived on residence or in the surrounding community think about that 
think about it because you are telling people to drop their kids off at your campus, but when they're having mental breakdowns, where can they go? That is the question. It's a question. And, and nobody has been answering my question. So I'm just gonna leave it there. I'm gonna leave it there. And whoever wants to ignore this message, you can ignore it. You've been ignoring it, we know this. Whoever wants to pick this up and actually answer some questions, some frequently asked questions, answer the question. Answer the question. Because when I had an anxiety attack for an hour in my residence that was induced by alcohol, and you guys referred me to the residence manager after Eford, which are students. Eford are other students. We're on me, walking me through my anxiety attack. Where is their training? Who trains them? Are they certified? Are they getting paid enough? These are the questions, McMaster. These are the questions. I'm going to the appointment two days later. Oh my God. Wow, I thought I was gonna die uh, with this anxiety attack. I'm calling my parents six hours away, McMaster. I'm not even old enough to go to the club. You need to answer these questions. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I came here today for, honestly. Thank you so much for that, Drew. I think that these are all questions that we've been asking, we've been promoting, we've been shouting from the rooftops and it seems as though they will only pick times that are convenient to them. And that convenience really only comes out of like being pushed into like a heart, like just pushed into a corner. Like they can't do anything else but act and even in that action, it still falls short of whatever they're supposed to be doing. And in terms of that, the Black, the black population at McMaster has had to create its own strides, create its own welcoming place for its own individuals and people that look like them, people that um, do not fit in with the majority. And in the recent years, clubs like the Law Aspiring Black Students Association, the Black Student Mentorship Program, and the Black Students Association have begun to make a difference in the McMaster community. Now, this is our own difference in the McMaster community, and I'm not attributing this to McMaster at all because these are, these are our contributions to, it, to the institution. And in terms of that, how has this changed your experience or perception of McMaster? And is this a welcome change? Um, I guess I will start with Peyton. These groups and organizations have made me feel like I'm not alone and have made me feel a sense of unison amongst the Black community. It's frustrating because there's still not being met with the same support that they freaking need to be having. Um, it's like they're here and McMaster is kind of like, uh, you know, they're just, they don't really acknowledge them. They don't support them. They don't see them or hear them or honor them in the way that they're honoring other clubs that they are prioritizing, such as predominantly white clubs, such as clubs that are not race-based because it seems like it's such a tiptoey territory for them where they don't don't even want to venture near and with that it's like okay we're doing all of this and we're trying to create a safe space for black students we're trying to support them we're trying to up level them and push them forward to help them get into law school get into medical school get into this and that and the other but what is McMaster doing about it why is the McMaster supporting us why don't they want to see their black students succeed just as well as they want to see their white students succeed what's going on with that so while I'm like yes this is amazing I'm so glad to see people rising up and actually creating these groups and creating safe spaces for people it's like but we're still missing support from the actual institution that we're doing this for that we're doing this through um so that's been really frustrating to me because it's always like yes we have this and it's like one step forward and always two steps back you know it's 
how do we really make the progress that we need when we don't have the support from the actual massive institution that we need the support from, that we're dying to get the support from? And I think that's very true because a lot of the times I will be on Instagram and I'll see these groups from McMaster and it's not, it's predominantly joined by white individuals. And then the groups that are specifically for black individuals like labs, obviously it has a smaller following because there's a smaller, you know, population of black people, but it's not promoted as much through like diversity services or through like the, the main law pages. Um, just to like show support and to actually show that there is another group and you can, you can join those other groups. So it's a really a lack of um, a lack of solidarity throughout the groups. Uh, Mayab, did you want to jump in here? Yeah, so I believe that these clubs have created a difference, a major difference. I feel as though just piggybacking off what Peyton said, they did create a space that feels more like a community. It, it allows us to come together and discuss experiences that we all can relate to, especially in terms of academics. We can come together and discuss what's happening in your classes, you know, what's going on, how are people, like how is your experience being a Black student? So those are safe spaces that allow us to do that. But again, they lack the support from McMaster. Like even just telling the McMaster population, all the McMaster students, this is a club that is on campus that exists. You know, I guarantee you there's probably plenty of black students who aren't aware of all the black clubs that exist. When I came here, I wasn't aware of all of them. I had to go and search for them myself, you know? And um, even then they don't gain as much um, traffic, I guess, as other clubs, you know, their following is not that much and stuff like that. So I guess, you know, over the years, your following grows. But I think that if McMaster took the responsibility of educating all of its students on all of the diverse clubs that are here for this, for them to use their resources, um, I think that would create a much bigger following. And I think that all the Black students would really greatly appreciate that because they know where to go for whichever club they're looking for, whether it be um, a medical club that focuses on Black students or a law club that focuses on Black students, they know where to go to get the support that they need. I have a question, like, what do you all think about like clubs fest and things like that in promotion? Because I was sitting here thinking about like main ways that clubs are promoted. I don't know. Like, I think that it's, I guess like, it's a good thing because clubs can showcase, but I think that it doesn't really give you enough time to see all the clubs, you know, it doesn't highlight certain clubs. Like you have to walk through however many different clubs to find the club that you want to be a part of or the club that you are looking for, you know, it, since there's so many clubs, it doesn't really highlight anything, you know, and especially because I think it's only for a certain amount of hours. Like if you want to find your club and you're going through all these clubs, by the time you get to the club that you want to be a part of, you're like, I don't even have time to talk to you or to discuss or to see what your club is about and the opportunities that you guys provide and things like that. So it's good in some, in a sense, but it's also, it's just like one or two days, like it doesn't really provide advertisement. It doesn't give students like a voice. It's like whoever chooses to come to you. 
I personally think, uh, especially for Black History Month, McMaster hasn't done enough stuff for it either, um, that they should be taking the time on their social media pages to be like, listen, these are the Black-run clubs and Black-focused clubs that we have that you can take part in that you might not have known about. Say for labs, for instance, I had no idea labs was a thing until the attack happened. That is not good. A lot of people didn't know about it either until the posts were being shared on people's stories because nobody talks about them. And it's not Labs' fault, it's McMaster's fault because they'll promote all their other favorite famous clubs, but any of the other ones that focus predominantly on Black students or marginalized groups are like, eh, you'll find your way. You can do your own thing. You have your own group to worry about. We're going to highlight the big groups that we want to talk about, the big groups that get funding, the big groups that draw people in not the important clubs that we need to talk about, like Black aspiring physicians, like law aspiring Black students, that kind of stuff. That is important. And nobody's talking about that in terms of McMaster. For sure. Because I was, I was thinking about like when we as McMaster students, like what I think a lot of even like newer students don't know is like when you're applying for clubs and when people say they're on exec positions, like even the application process that we go through, it's like a job. Like we that do clubs at McMaster's, like we are doing professional work. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, I think the slight too comes with the fact that like, I don't know why sometimes McMaster as an institution can piggyback off of us as students and like how incredible we are, but they don't want to like actually acknowledge how we are incredible and clubs is a way where we showcase what we can do, like the collaboration, the organization, the events that get put on, like all of the stuff that we do in clubs. And you're right, like when we think about advertisement or even when I was walking through like Musk and things, like I never really see them advertise like clubs or even like on their Twitter and their pages, like their social media pages, like there's not like a lot of like clubs like labs or like black aspiring physicians. Like these are clubs that actually talk about student life. So it's like, how can they turn around and say like, oh, student life at McMaster is great when you don't actually know how student life is good or not because you don't showcase the ways that we uplift each other because these are ways that like people don't feel so isolated at school and McMaster is like, academically challenging so if you don't have a support group like it's it's it feels way different than if you have people that you can go to and share even about your program or even about like what you want to do even that's not what you're studying so it is important that the clubs get highlighted for sure that in itself i could go on about forever and i'm sure any of us could too in that we also need to be celebrating black success and black contributions to academia to student life to social life to everything like look at these groups they are student run student made student run that's amazing they're phenomenal they're actual organizations within the institution that are flourishing really they're phenomenal they're so well run they are so well put together and McMaster still isn't acknowledging them but they should be saying look at what our amazing students are doing look at what they're doing look at what they put together let's celebrate and honor the black students at McMaster because they've accomplished so many things they've accomplished xyz and it's just none of that and it's just so hurtful all the time that so many other people get the recognition that we all deserve I think and even then some. So one of the ways that at least I've seen in my um, daily life at McMaster, not daily life, but at my life at McMaster's during Black History Month they usually have that um, the time in the student center where it's like an hour or a couple hours where all the clubs get together and they you know do their Black History Month event. So I remember in first year when people were taking, you know, like snapshots of it and people were saying that it's too loud, that, um, you know, like the student center is never like this, blah, blah, blah. 
So if we can see that during the times where it's like highlighted, like black clubs, black um, art, black, you know, just life, and the student body isn't receptive of that, how does that affect you? Like, how does that, I don't know how to really put it other than how does it affect you? Yeah. So it really made me upset, to be honest. I remember like years ago when we were in first year and we saw see all the Snapchats of people saying, the student center is never this loud. The student center is always loud. The student center is not a quiet place. People are constantly moving in and out of the student center. And it's even like from McMaster, this is one day, the Black Expo, it's one day where um, students decided to showcase the different Black clubs and to highlight um, Black artists, Black musicians, things like that. So why couldn't we get recogni recognition from the university for that? Why couldn't the university say, okay, you know what, since you guys have been doing this for years, we'll give you this, that, or the third. You know, even, we don't even want a handout just to say, okay, you know, just to make an announcement supporting the Black Expo, supporting the Black clubs that are showcasing themselves. Because by doing that, it shows where McMaster stands. It shows that McMaster wants to be inclusive. It wants to be diverse. There's constantly art being sold in the student center. There's constantly different things being sold in the student center, different things happening in the student center. And nobody complains about that only when a black event is being held for the black community at McMaster are people complaining and it's literally disrespectful and it's a slap in the face from the university for them not to stand up and say we support you guys we support this happening you know and kudos to you guys for noticing that there isn't really a sense of community for black students in this school so you know what you guys started it and good job for that and no students should be affected by the alleged noise the extra noise when there's constantly noise in the student center mm -hmm.